0: Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today, we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in here at Healing Journeys Today. Let's get into the Word because... Uh, we were talking uh, the previous sessions on secret to healing. And of course, it wasn't a secret at all because every single one of us, we got the word. So in the name of Jesus, I speak that Papa's love and Papa's nature and Papa's character just flows through this teaching in the name of Jesus and every single misconception is taken away. I speak that our Papa of glory may give to you that spirit of wisdom, that spirit of revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened in the name of Jesus. I just speak that health and healing, it goes forth while I'm teaching in the name of Jesus. Angus, you take your place. Angus of health and healing, angers of restoration, angers, all kinds of angers of the Lord that I don't even know. You go and you do what you can do in Jesus' name. I find every hindrance in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Papa God, for being here. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for being here. And thank you so much, Holy Spirit, for being here. So, hallelujah. The word is so good. Linda, good to see you. Hey, Joan, great to see you. Uh, Damian or Damian? Great to see you. I think it's with uh, the M at the end. You're watching from Stellenbosch, South Africa. We got South Africa in the house. Marsha, great to see you. Terry, Florida in the house. Great to see you all. Well, so we were talking about um, the secret to healing. That wasn't a secret at all. And the Bible is right here. Everyone can get to a Bible. When I say everyone, I know there are places in the world where it's not so easy to find a Bible, but yet Papa God, he has people going into those places, you know, hiding their Bibles. I know when I grew up, there was this um, organization and there was this one guy. I think he smuggled like thousands of uh, Bibles all over the world, especially in those places where it was not allowed. And I heard, I I don't know if it's true, but I heard that people, when they got one Bible, you know, in the underground church, they would rip that Bible and give every single one of the congregation a piece. And then they would come back together and they would, you know, and uh, uh, take from someone else a piece and then give someone else their piece, you know. So the word was still there because the first things first, First thing, always the word. A big misconception about Papa God is that he does things outside his word. No, he does not. We're talking about health and healing. He will never, ever go outside of his word. You know, his word is what we hold in our hands, is what you can find on the Bible app we got so many translations of it but it's his word so the word first everything that Papa God did and this is one of the biggest misconception about him that he will do things outside his word but the Bible never told us that the Bible starts Genesis chapter 1 and let's read that we're still talking about health and healing, but I just want to show you how Papa God does everything. And I love Genesis chapter one. So Genesis chapter one, verse one: In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Verse two: The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the over the face of. Um, sorry, was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Verse three: Then God said. Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. And then it goes on, then God said, then God said, then God said, then God said. Now, Even we, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, he said, let us make men in our image and in our likeness. So he spoke us also into being, into existence. A big misconception is that words got nothing to do with health and healing. And that is a big misconception. And it's a misconception about God because if we think that, then we don't understand the word of God. It is called the Bible, but it is the word of God. It's the word that comes out of, it came out of his mouth. The word he spoke, he said words, but it looks so simple. Like, oh, but he's just simple because they're just words. No, words cannot heal me. Give me a good, solid prayer, Cindy, and lay your hands on me, and then I'm, I will be healed or whatever the case may be. But it is the word. Words, they got power. And it's its like this big misconception that you no know, words are too simple. But the Bible tells us, become or be like the children. And what does that mean? I'm really like, you know, I picture things. I got three kids myself. I got one on a grandbaby. She's turning uh, one year almost. And she responds to words. My children, they responded to words. You know, if I wanted one of my sons, because I got two sons and a daughter, if I wanted one of my sons to come to me, I have to call. I, I would have to call their name. Jair, Jair, you know, like I have to call their name. If I wanted to call my daughter, Jael, I have to call their name. Why? So simple, right? Words. Do you see, have you noticed that in the scripture we just read that Papa God, he did not just say, then God said, like be like was. He went even further. And he called the light day and he called the night, uh, uh, the the darkness night. So you see what he did? He named it because now we have a name for it. It all stems from words, words, whatever is in your body. Man, if you can speak it into existence, exactly as Papa God did and you can because you were made in his image and likeness. You know, it's like so simple. Children are so simple. If I would call my child, they would come. They would because they hear their name. Now my grandbaby named Imani, She already responds to her name because she hears her name day and night, day and night, day and night. Imani, we love you. Imani, you're so cute. Imani, come up to grandma. Imani, do you want something to eat? Imani, do you want some water to drink? Imani, you're... Imani. You know, she responds to her name. So simple, right? And it's just a name. It's a word. Words, one of the biggest misconceptions about God is that He will go outside of His Word. He will not. His Word is forever settled in heaven. His Word is set. Those words, there's power in His Words. His Words. I think it's Luke, no, it's John 6 and uh, 63. The spirit gives life. And the words of God, they are spirit and they are life. In his word is the life. In his word is your health. In his word is your healing. In his word is your restoration. Is, is in his word is that creative miracle. It's all in his word. But because we don't see him as a physical person, you know what we then do? Because we don't see it and we are tend to focus on that natural carnal realm more than the spirit. Because a second misconception about God is he is spirit. We don't see him. So when you read the word, And you find the scriptures that he sent his word. Psalms 107 starting at verse 19. He delivered you from distress. He sent his word and he healed you. Delivered you from destruction. Oh, that men would give thanks to God. You know, when you read that scripture, for a lot of people, it's just a scripture. It's it's just words written on a page. You cannot see because God is spirit. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Why? Because he is spirit. How does he connect with you and me? Spirit, through the spirit. From my spirit to his spirit, his spirit to my spirit. That's how we connect. That's how he talks. And through his word, because his word is spirit and life. Now, when you got that Psalms 107 starting at verse 19, 20. And 21, it just looks like words written, scribbled on a page, and and they just wanted to fill the pages of the Bible, but it cannot heal me. It cannot solve another damage done in my body. It cannot, because you don't see the person, God speaking it. He spoke that, and He had to speak it through someone and the psalms were written uh, by David, but he spoke it through him. You know why? Because he needed someone who was legally entitled to be on the earth, who had a physical body, who was still alive on the earth, to speak his words after him. And that is what happens when you don't understand and then it becomes a misconception about God that he is spirit, but he is a person speaking. He speaks. He speaks those words. He spoke those words over us. It was, it is his word. And they came from his mouth. You see me right now seated here and everything that I'm speaking right now, you cannot see my words my words they will paint a picture they will make this image like a you can make a photo on a, a picture of it while i'm speaking you see it you can imagine it but you cannot see the words you don't see the god you don't see it even though i would change and you know turn my face you would not see the words coming out of my mouth why because the word is spirit words are spirit Spiritual forces. Words is, and the Word of God, that is how God created the heavens and the earth. I just gave you proof. Now, something so simple as words, what He named it, that is what it was. He named it when He made uh, us, Adam, red blooded man, that is. What Adam was. If he named it a bird, it was a bird. I know Adam, he named all the, the animals, gave them names. But Papa God, he made the birds of the air, you know, the fish in the sea. And then he let Adam name the birds. Why would Papa God do that? It's so simple, right? It's just the word. It's just the name. No, he shows us. And he had the first man give those animals a name because it's very important. We all know, well, most of us know that it's so much wrapped up in a name. And in the Bible, every single name you see written down, it has a meaning. It has a definition. It's not in the Bible just, oh, yeah, just played there Jezebel. Just just place there, Rachel. Just place there, Hannah. Just place there, you know, Israel. Know that the names, they all have meaning. They all have definitions. And when you read, you know, when you read the gene- genealogy of Jesus, do you know that there's actually a, a verse? There's actually a verse, a, a sentence coming out of it. And I have not studied it now, but it was so great. It just told the story that God wanted to tell, so simple, right? Words, a big misconception about God, that he will go outside of his word, he will not. He will not change his word, he will not change what he spoke. When he spoke, you know, and he had written down that by his stripes. It was Paul who had it written down and probably Paul spoke it. But it was God who gave him those words because it's the word of God. By his stripes you were healed. That is truth. It's forever settled in heaven. He will never alter a word that comes from his mouth. Never, ever will he do that. We have to do that because we don't look at those words, you know, like they got meaning. Yeah, I just said that, Cindy. Uh, don't, you know, and I'm not the word police, but we say stuff. That is not right. We say things and, and they can just, you know, do us harm. That's why I started my first book that I published was Power Words because words, words the word of God. Do you know it's the word of God that healed you? He sent his word. Or maybe he said he sent his, you name something. He didn't say anything else. He said he sent his word and healed you. Let's go to Psalms 107 because sometimes people, they think because I do it from the top of my head that I'm just making it up. I'm not making it up. Didn't write the Bible. But these are verses. They come from the word of God. And they got the power, the healing power within it. So if you go with me to Psalms 107. And I always start at verse 19 because I like that. It says, and he saved them out of their distresses. And I always say no stress here. He sent his word, verse 20, Psalms 107, starting at first 19, and then first 20, he sent his word and yielded them. Do you see? It's his word, a big misconception about God. And and before we move on, let me show you a misconception. What the 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 how do you say that? What misconception actually means. Because a lot of people. I don't believe that they, they know what it it means. Misconception means an idea that is wrong because, because it has been based on a failure to understand a situation. And listen to this, because there are so many. Um, I, this is just Google. I just Googled this. A wrong or inaccurate idea or conception. So a wrong or inaccurate idea of conception. And that's what we have of Papa God many times. So we have to change that. That's why I'm talking about it. We have to change that. So back to first uh, to Psalms 107. You see that he said he sent his word. He sent his word. It's not he sent his angels. Yes, he also sent his angels, but his. Angels, they hearken to the voice of his word, Psalms 103, 20. They excel in strength on our behalf because they hearken to the voice of his words. The words become their pleasures, their commandments. So there's something with that word that we just see as simple because no, that word cannot heal me. While it's written, he sent his word and healed you. His word healed you. But a lot of people, they just don't understand it. I speak that you get a revelation of that because you got that word in your house. You got that word on the Bible app. If you got a Bible app, you got the same Psalms 107 starting at verse 19 and 20. You got that. And it didn't stop there. He also said he delivered you from destruction. Now, he sent his word and healed you. That is past tense. And I'm not talking about that part. But his word, what what is his word? What does his word do? Why did he send his word? To heal you. And it healed, past tense, you. So every single time that we think, no, he has not healed me yet. I don't have my physical manifestation yet. Yeah, you prayed for me, but nothing happened. I don't feel anything in my body, it even got worse. You are using your words against yourself because words, they have power in it. Proverbs eighteen twenty one: death and life are in the power of your tongue. Okay, so one big misconception is that God will go outside of his word. He will not. He will stick to his word. And what his word is saying, that is what he will speak, say, tell you to do, show you. You know, it's all in his word, wrapped up in his word. Very simple. And then, I don't mean that it's, um how do you say that, that we are dumb or something? I don't mean it like that. But I mean, the word, is words. And words look so simple, that's what I actually mean. Second misconception is we don't see him as a person because he is spirit. So yeah, but there's no one here to pray for me. I'm alone, I don't know what to do, the pain is so heavy. But this the person, you know, Papa God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit, Jesus though is the word that became flesh. So Jesus, he has that fleshly body, you know, but he has a glorified body right now. But the Bible tells us in John 14 that if we love him, we will keep his words and Papa will love us. The father will love us. And they, Papa and Jesus, Papa God and Jesus, they will make their home and their abode with us. They will come and live inside of us. Now we know that Papa God sent for the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, and we cry out, Abba, Father. So we are no longer slaves, but we are children of the Most High God. Because we cannot see them, it sometimes feels that no, God doesn't do anything for me. He's not here. While He is, it's a big misconception. Because we don't see him. He is spirit. If I felt alone, don't know if I told it here, but if I felt alone, Papa God showed me already what to do. He said, then you take the word. So I did. And I just held the word, you know, like this. My mic is here. And I would just, you know, hold it as if I was holding a person. No, I'm not crazy. He showed me that. And every single time, you know, when I placed my my face, uh, maybe I was crying, and I placed my face in the Bible, my tears would dry up. That's just something. they just happened to me. Maybe it happens to you. It also happened to my daughter. But it is his word that healed you. So another misconception of Papa God is that he still has to do what we ask him to do, well he already did it it is not papa god looking at you and saying I'm not going to heal you i'm not give i'm not going to give you restoration in that body because you you were the you were at fault when that car hit you or when you hit that car you it was your own disobedience i'm not going to give you health and healing no That is not Papa God. He is not like that. That's like the fourth misconception about him. That he would even consider doing or talking to us like that. When he told us in Isaiah 54 that he would never be angry with us again. Never. Never. His loving kindness, it will not uh, uh, move away from us. Mountains and hills, they can move. But... He he will never, ever be angry with us. Why would he do that when he already did what he wanted to do? He wanted healing and health for us. He is really good. But there's still misconceptions about him. And people think, yeah, he, he might be good sometimes or to some people. No, he is good all the way. He's a good father. Why would he, as a father, want you want you to be in sickness, disease, and in pain, having symptoms upon symptoms? Why would he? He sent his only begotten son to this world, to us, so that we who believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Life! In life, there's no sickness. There's no death. There is only health and healing. So why would he do that? Why would he send his son, make a big show? You know, his son comes born as a baby, you know, and then he grows up and how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who went about doing good, healing all kinds of sickness, you know, and diseases and healing uh, and delivering those who were oppressed by the devil. And then his son, you know, his son goes to the cross. There's this big show. His son goes to the cross, but before he goes to the cross, they whip him, you know, and they not just... Whipped him, they they tore flesh off his body. He was scarred, he was marred, his visage was more marked than any human being has ever been marked before. That we, if we would look at him, we would not desire him, Isaiah 53. And then, Mm. you know, this this man, Jesus, the Son of God, the Word of God, and Papa God has sent to heal us. He went to the cross and in his own body, on the cross, on the tree, he took our sins. You know, he uh, 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 took the, how we say it? He took our sins so we might live. We are dead to sins, so now we might live for righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. So he healed us right then and there on the cross. And then he also rose again to see, too, that you and I get what we deserve, what he died to give us. And he made us worthy. He made us righteous because he made him who knew no sin to become sin for us. So we have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We have got a right standing with God. Therefore, there's no condemnation for us. And then he turns around and says, no, nah, but I'm not going to heal you. Why would he do that? Misconceptions about God. Inaccurate ideas. Wrong conceptions about our Papa God who just loves us so much, so much, that he gave his only begotten son. He went through so great length to have people use their words and speak Jesus into being. He needed people because I told you the second misconception about Papa God is that he's spirit. We don't see him as a a person. But he cannot just come, and that's like the fifth misconception about Papa God. That he comes, he just steps in, you know, he steps down from his throne. Oh, Cindy needs healing. Let's go. I'm going to go. I'm going to give Cindy that healing. I need to step down. I'm just going to burst in there and just speak, Cindy, you're healed right now. Boom. He cannot do that. You know why? Because he's spirit. So he cannot come here, burst in right now, and just, you know, heal me. He already healed. It's already done. So why would he come back and do it one more time over and over again? No, he did it once and for all. Why can Papa God come? Because he's spirit. So he needs people on this earth like he needed people to speak Jesus into being, you know, Isaiah the prophet, wonderful counselor, prince of peace, Because unto us a child is born, a son is given. Why did he do that via the prophets, And why is it written down? Because God is spirit. His word is spirit and life-giving. And he needed the prophet Isaiah to be so courageous and to speak Jesus into being. Otherwise, Jesus could not have come. Because Papa God does everything with words. Now, you're listening to me and saying, okay, Cindy, I got it. Misconception about God. Oh, woo-hoo, yeah Uh uh-huh but i'm still sick you don't understand that he already healed you and it's via by and by in with his word that word that you got right there the word spoken from the healing journeys today whatever teacher it might be that word coming Into your ears, it's health, it's healing. When whoever prays for you and they they take their authority and they pray, they speak healing over you, you see words, words. That's what they do. And people lay hands on you. They do that because the word told them to do that. When you lay hands on the sick, the sick shall recover. It's all based on the word. But Papa God needed someone who is legally on this earth, who has a a body, a physical body to speak. Because if you're dead, you you cannot be here on this earth because you cannot speak. What will you do? That's the reason that Satan, he is illegal on this earth. He needs people's mouth to speak to. He needs people's bodies to do things through. Because he cannot do it all by himself. That's why you got people working for him, but how? With their mouth. And then they act out what he tells them to do, and they speak it into existence. Sickness is spoken in. If you got cancer, cancer was not here in Genesis chapter 1. It wasn't there in Genesis chapter 2. Because it was not in Papa God's vocabulary. He never spoke sickness into being. He never spoke cancer into being. He never spoke scoliosis into being. He never spoke eczema into being, allergies into being. He never spoke uh, digestive uh, uh, trouble into being. He made the digestive system. He made the res- respiratory system. He made every single system in our bodies. He's the one. He knitted our organs he formed them he's the one why would he keep you sick why would he give you a sickness to to show you what why would he it's a big misconception now he needs us to open up our mouth yes our own mouth i know you know i know this this topic might not be popular and i'm not teaching popular stuff maybe, but that doesn't matter. I want people to know the truth from the word of God, the truth that set me free, that got me healed, and that keeps me walking in divine health. And I'm seeing people getting healed also. So that's what I'm actually talking about. But he needs our mouth. We need to do something as simple as use our words. And the best thing is to take the word of God and place it in our mouth and then speak it out. You know, and the moment we do that, something comes into existence, even if I don't see it because it's spiritual. So if I stop the misconception that I have about Papa God, then the, the other things, they can just flow. Because those misconceptions are it's actually unbelief, is doubt. You know, because I have a wrong idea, I have an inaccurate c- conception of who Papa God really is. The Bible tells us that every good and perfect gift comes down from above, down from the Father of Lights, with whom there's no shadow of variation of turning. He does not change. We change. He does not change. I told you his word is forever settled in heaven. He will not alter one word that came from his mouth. And he only can give. It, it's like he cannot but give us good gifts. He cannot but gave us health, healing, life. It, it's He consists of that. He doesn't know sickness. That's why it wasn't there in Genesis chapter 1. He never spoke about cancer, never spoke about allergies, never spoke about whatever the sickness might be. But he did say, hey, I delivered you from distress. I sent you my word and I healed you. That's past tense. I did it 2,000 years ago by Jesus through the cross. On top of that, I delivered you from destruction. And do you know, it's all based on love. Why would someone who loves you so much wants to see you in pain? Why would the God who created the heavens and the earth, who made you in his image and likeness, who knows your body inside and out because he's the creator of it, he made it, he spoke it into being and then he formed it from the dust of the earth. Why would he leave you like this? Why would he put it in the word? I'm giving you a lot of questions, but I want people to think about these things. Why would he have it written down and then, hey, can I get healed? Not working for me. Yeah, speak the word, speak the word. But hey, I'm doing it for years and years and years, nothing. But why would he have it written down? And why are there people getting healed by that same way? doing it the way God showed them how it needs to be done via His word. How come? Because yes, and um, we were talking about you know the secret to healing that's not a secret at all the previous sessions. And uh, one day I saw that one of the one of the greatest uh, 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 men of working of miracles had died. and when I saw that I was like, hey, but now all the people who wanted to go to him to get their miracle, to get their healing, creative miracle, because he had to he had great miracles in his service, they cannot go because he's not here anymore. What are they to do? And Holy Spirit told me, he said, "Well, I got more you know, workers uh, 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 who have the, mir- the gift of working of miracles, or the gift of healing." He said, "But actually every single believer, can speak the word and they can get healed. And I said, thank you for the reminder, because that's how I got healed. There was nothing no one here. I I didn't even have the money or the how do you say the strength to go uh somewhere, you know, take the plane and go somewhere. If you got the money, that's great, then you can go, but I couldn't go. So I was, you know, I was cursed like, yeah, that's it, Cindy. This is your life. But that's not true. Because Papa God is so good, he already healed me. I just had to get rid of misconceptions about Papa God. And I had to see and do the things the way Papa God showed me. Not because he did not want to heal me or he wanted me to die. He wanted me to just get cancer, a grown tumor, and just, yeah, just see how you get rid of it, Cindy, because, yeah, if you know who you are, Cindy, or I would not die for you on the cross. No, he already did. So, uh, a sixth misconception, and I know I'm going rather quick, uh, but a sixth misconception is that the cross did not cover it all. <laughs> the Papa of God, he left some things out, because my problem, my sickness, my disease, uh, it's so severe, it's so terrible, no one knows what it is, it's got no name. It's a, But Papa God provided in the atonement through Jesus, every single sickness or disease was dealt with, was dealt with, he did not leave not one sickness out. You know, a lot of people, because I was there in pain. You you can be sick, but there's no pain. Uh, I don't know how that is because I was in pain like years and years and years and years and years and years. And pain can make you crazy. Pain, it just shouts. It screams at you. It's like it's always there. So um, pain makes you give up. I wanted to give up so many times before I had the revelation that I was already healed 2,000 years ago. And when I had the revelation, it was like the struggle was taken out of it. I understood I was already healed. If I'm healed, I'm healed. If I'm healed, then I'm healed. If I'm healed, I'm healed. What would a healed sin do? That's why I was thinking like that, because I'm healed. God healed me 2,000 years ago. The struggle was taken out. And I I saw it in the word already. You know, but it did not register. So that's why I'm talking about these things that are maybe not popular at all. But Papa God, he needs us. He needs us to open up our own mouth. And a lot of people, I know, they don't like it. No, but then I have to do something. It looks like it works. There's always something that people will find. But To be honest, it's the way Papa God showed us how to go about it. Now, uh, listen to this, and this is also something that uh, comes in when we talk about misconceptions uh, of Papa God. And let's go to James 4. I'm reading from the New King James Version. And let's start at verse 7. And it says, Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Now, I'm someone, I will take the, the Papa God, I will take God by his word. You know, what does it say? So that's why maybe it takes me a little bit longer. But I will see and, and check it out. Okay, therefore submit to God. What does it mean, submit to God? Submit to the word. You see, again, we come at the word. That's our foundation Always. Submit to the word. Submit to what word? When it's health and healing, submit to uh, Psalms 107, 19, 20, and 21. Submit to First uh, no, Peter 2, 24. Submit to Matthew eight seventeen. Submit to Isaiah 53, 4, and 5b. Submit to the word. Meaning, I come under the authority of that word by believing that word is the truth, I believe I'm already healed because his word told me. So he sent his word and he healed me by the word. I was already healed by his stripes. And then, then I can resist the devil. And there's a promise attached to this word. He will flee from Papa God. No, it doesn't say that. Okay, resist the devil, or maybe Papa God will resist the devil for me and then he will flee from me. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. Okay, uh, believe the devil, submit to the devil, and then resist the devil and the devil will flee. No, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that at all. Okay, my pastor will resist the devil for me and then, I don't have a pastor, but you know, resist the devil for me and then he will flee. No. Oh, I know it. Jesus will resist the devil for me, and then the devil will flee. No, it does not say that. I submit to the word of God that tells me that i I'm by his stripes I'm already healed. So I believe it, I accept it, and I agree with it in Jesus' name. Then I, I, Cindy, look at me. I, I'm not like a strong person when you look at the outside. But the greater one is living on the inside of me. So I can. I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me, who energizes me, who induces me with increased strength. I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. So I can resist the devil. I can tell the devil, stop it. I can tell the sickness, you stop it. You stop rooting. You stop growing in the name of Jesus. Do you hear me? I'm talking to you. Stop it right now. I command you. And I can say what I wanted to do. I bind you, get out, leave. I command you to curse, die, wither away, shrivel, shrink, fall, fail, you know, all those type of things. I can resist the devil because that devil, that sickness, that disease, that illness, that pain, that symptoms. And i got a promise attached to it. He will flee from me. It doesn't say he will flee from God. He will flee from Jesus. He will flee from Holy Spirit. He will flee from the angels of God. No, he will flee from me. Now, we're talking about health and healing. We're talking about misconceptions about God. You can just go back to this session and write down those misconceptions. Check. Hey, do I really believe that Papa God, his spirit, But the words came out of his mouth. He spoke that. Do I really believe and take the word first and give the word first and last place in my life? Something so simple as words? Are my words lining up with the word of God? God, you know, do I really understand that everything is based on love? Do I really understand that He wants and for all healed me? Do I understand that I can resist the devil and the devil will flee from me? I can do that when I submit to the Word of God, not when I'm still in submission Anna, to the words of Satan, to the words of unbelief, to the words of fear, to the words of doubt, you know, to the words of hopelessness then I cannot resist the devil. He will not flee from me. You see, just go back and check that out. The word, he sent his word and healed you. On account of that word, I command you healed in Jesus' name. I command cancer cursed. I command scoliosis cursed. I command whatever type of sickness or disease you're having experiences, what the name is, what the name is not. I command it cursed. I command it dry up. Wither away and die because you are liars, Papa. God already healed every single person listening in the name of Jesus. I speak life over your bodies, life over your head, life in your ears, life in your eyes, life in your mouth, life in your organs, your kidneys, your heart, your cells, your tendons, ligaments, bones, nerves, and uh, uh, muscles. Every part of your body, your skin, I command your skin, totally cleansed. I command you healed from top to bottom. And where there's creative miracle needed, I command the creative miracle manifest physically in Jesus' name. I command healings pop off all around the world right now on account of this. He sent his word and he healed you. I command kidneys to grow again. I command wounds to open again. I command eyes to open up again. I command, even if you never saw, I command you can see right now in Jesus' name. I command deaf ears open up in Jesus' name. I command that right now. Come into physical manifestation. I command hair to grow where there was no hair. In the name of Jesus. I command that you can lift your arms lift it higher than you can ever could ever lift it before in Jesus name i command muscles i command muscles relax right now atrophy i bind you get out in Jesus name i command your heart to beat normal in the name of jesus i command you can breathe normally i command in the name of jesus Everything that hinders you in your sleep to sleep sound and sweetly. I command that curse. I bind it. Get out in Jesus' name. And I speak sweet sleep over you in the name of Jesus. I command you get out of that wheelchair. That's not your life. It's not yours. He sent his word and he healed you. Yes, you. That's how good my Papa God is. And thank you, Papa God. That you already healed every single person, even before time, in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much. So you, in turn, you speak the word over yourself and you just submit to that word. Meaning you trust in it, place confident trust, place faith in it. You believe it to be true. You get out of, under the authority, submission of Satan's words. You get out of there and then you resist that devil. He will flee from you. Do you know he doesn't like me? I know that, but I don't like him as well. That's why he wanted me dead because he did not want me to sit here and do this teaching today. But my Papa God, the moment he opened up my eyes, he told me, you go and you tell every single one what I did for you. And I kept on saying, I will not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. And that's what I'm doing right now. You see, I use my mouth, my tongue to speak the word. And isn't it what I'm doing right now? Oh, man, I see my time is up. So uh dusty and angle, tremors and stiffness go. Yes, they have to. He sent his word and healed you. Michelle, great to see you. Thank you, Papa God, for all of these uh health and healing, all of the testimonies. Oh man, it's gonna rain testimonies. Oh, because he already did it. Thank you, Papa God, because he's so good. Um Oh, thank you, John, for saying that. Oh, glory to our Papa God. Thank you, Irma. Glory to our Papa God. Well, yes, it's, and it's really, you know, the Bible tells us that um, we have overcome him, and that's the, the devil, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And the word of our testimony is the word of God first, and from it derives our own testimony. You know, Hebrews 11, 1, on that uh, it well eleven two. It says that the elders obtained a good testimony. The eldest and I just placed my name in it. You just place your name in it. Just say, no, no, no. I say Cindy obtained a good testimony because of that word. We place faith in that word. Let me see, Grace. Cindy, please pray for complete healing and deliverance for me. Five years I've been waiting for my healing in Jesus' name. God bless you, Cindy. Your encouragement. Well, actually. I already prayed, but because you're asking me, I uh, speak from head to toe and everything in between, complete healing. I'm not looking at the years. I'm looking at the word. He sent his word, and he healed you. I command you whole. I command you restored in the name of Jesus. I speak life into your body to physically manifest right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And when we talk about deliverance, well, Jesus is the, he is the deliverer. So I command you delivered. You just let go of fears, let go of worry, let go of stress. It's not for you. You got a spirit of power, of love and of a sound mind. So I speak, you are delivered in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Shermaine says, you just taught me a better way to pray by the Holy Spirit because of the word. Thank you so much for saying that, Shermaine. Holy Spirit, isn't he great? Holy Spirit, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Papa God, thank you that you sent your word and healed us delivered us from destruction. Thank you so much. We just want to give thanks to you, Lord, because you're so good. We just want to praise you, Jesus, because you're so good. So guys, I'm going to say goodbye. Bye-bye, everyone. Love you. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.